Welcome to the Exponential Potential Podcast with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans, with expert guests sharing inspiring and uplifting stories, groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas, fresh perspective, powerful top tips and tools on an array of topics designed to help you thrive in all areas of life. Hello and welcome to another episode of Exponential Potential and today we are talking about balancing masculine and feminine feminine energy to add value in the workplace and this month we have been really delving into the power of feminine energy and divine feminine power and how that can really elevate and enhance your life and in business and in your career and we are having a really juicy conversation and I'm with my fabulous wonderful co-host Claire Oatway. Hi Claire. Hey Jen, this is, oh, I'm really looking forward to this topic. This is important. <laughs> yes and this we're really balancing those two energies. The, the benefits of that is to really bring more ease and flow in the workplace help you feel more fulfilled in the workplace and to create that a really supportive encouraging um dynamic um, environment would would you agree with that Claire yeah and throughout this month where we've been looking at divine feminine power we've been looking at so many different aspects from goddesses to intuition to communication um, but very often the corporate environment, the business environment is somewhere where you feel that feminine energy isn't quite quite welcome. But uh, very often corporates are associated with competition and aggression and power. Um, and so what I love about this conversation is, is we can start to unpack why those feminine energies are really important to creating long-term value, to creating harmony, um, and actually starting to delve into you know, perhaps how to blend some of those masculine energies so that you can bring that flexibility in your style day to day. Yes, yeah, and I think also it takes courage, doesn't it, to do things differently, as you said, it that kind of typical environment and certainly when I was in the corporate world and and still now um is very male masculine energy not necessarily is is still male dominated I believe in a lot of companies and that is changing you seen a shift in that Claire um not enough of a shift and particularly in larger organizations um sometimes I see the damage that uh, female leaders can cause through adopting overly masculine energies um so some of the power some of the aggression some of the force um and it's not it's not an intentional behavior in that way it's not the it's not deliberate to cause harm but sometimes it can cause harm and i've seen that in multiple um, organizations and myself as well I know that kind of when you can get that masculine inside in order to prove your worth in order to 
kind of push and get things done and be seen as a good leader, you um, often adopt some of those masculine aspects, but it can be quite damaging to people around you or you can be seen as, um, can actually undermine your authority because you can be seen as aggressive or a bully or a bitch or, you know, we've brought a lot of that through. Um, yeah. Part of that is armour, isn't it? It's like almost... And I, it's almost like, and I'm not sure if you ever felt like this, I'm sure you did, and I'm sure quite a few of our listeners can relate to that. It's like putting on our war paint, putting on our armour, ready to fight another day. It's that kind of energy, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, we've, we've talked about this many times. It comes from generations of cultures that recognise and value and promote quite masculine energies and masculine environments um so short-term profit keep driving keep driving keep driving and so in order to um spring forward you know we've adopted many of those energies as well uh unfortunately in this country uh, we don't have many really or we don't have enough strong visible female leaders that are embodying feminine energy um, in other parts of the world, New Zealand or Japan or Denmark or Sweden, you see a lot more balance within the workplace. Oh, that's interesting about Japan. Mm. Because that wasn't the case not that long ago. I used to work for Sony and all the bosses that I recall coming over to Europe, all the Japanese bosses were all male. Um, and that wasn't that, that was 10, 15, uh, what was that, 15, 15 to 20 years ago. So, oh, actually, it's a longer time than I thought. <laughs> Where did that time go? Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's good. So that let's, shifting. Mm. let's dive into, you know, kind of what, what we mean by feminine energy and some of the positive aspects of feminine energy for, for you, kind of. Where do you see this come through strongest? Um, so f- feminine energy for me is always the nurturing, supportive, caring, and coming from when we let our guard down, when we let those, you know, when we leave the armor behind, um, being from, sitting from a place of understanding. And then the other element that comes through strongly for me for, with feminine energy is our intuition. Um, and and using our intuition as opposed to logic sometimes to make some really good decisions. Mm. Mm. Completely agree. And and um, for on top of that, I would say uh, feminine energy brings a, a certain level of compassion um, and collaboration. But also, yeah. kind of one of the words that you haven't mentioned, but I think is a really key one is around creativity yes and spark and joy and so when you talk about those aspects as a skill set then it's quite obvious that those skills are important to help any business environment or any team to thrive when you encourage diversity you bring more diverse ideas to the table when you can encourage people um to collaborate so you reduce friction down and you improve um, the quality of the service or the quality of the you know, day-to-day operations in, in, the, in the business. And when you bring creativity, 
you bring more innovation. And at a time when there's so much change, who doesn't need more innovation? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think also the the adaptability as well from feminine energy. So we're not just talking about, I just want to make something quite clear. We're not just talking about females and males. We're talking about feminine energy and masculine energy. And we all have a blend of that. We're all born with that black balance or with, with that balance, but over time it gets skewed. So we get, we either go too far with the feminine energy or too far with the masculine energy. And that's what we're talking about today is to really create, find that balance where you make the most of feminine and masculine energy. Um, so yeah, feminine energy with the adaptability aspect as well, where we are naturally good or fem feminine energy has a natural ability to be able to adapt with change um, and also a more dynamic in problem solving when we're able to give ourselves space and, and sit with it um, and creativity is a big part of that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, yeah, we, we do have that blend. So for me, the masculine energy, yes, we've got competition, we've got ambition, we've got drive and momentum and presence and power and strength. Um, you know, and, and, and kind of some of those are qualities as well that will resonate with many of our listeners. Yeah. Yes, and the, the more logical, masculine energy, more logical thinking. And as you say, the momentum, the action, take action, action orientated. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of benefits to both. What about the, the other, the flip side of that, Claire, in terms of when we go, you know, what, in terms of feminine energy or masculine energy, what do you see as some of the... Um, whether I don't want to whether say negative, but the, the the cons of too much feminine energy, or so maybe the shadow side of yes, of, yes, yes, Thank sort you. of femininity. Um, so so you you know if if we look at some of the aspects that we've already drawn through, in, intuition, for example, has a shadow side, and so sometimes when you when you bring your intuition through, um you present it to a table but it can seem quite vague and esoteric it you know kind of it can be um dismissed as not rational or logical because you need to take the next step to gather the evidence in order to present the blend of rational you know not just the idea uh, when we look at compassion and when we look at the nurturing aspects you know a, a regular um a regular feature <laughs> that we pull through in our episodes is when that goes too far into people pleasing or in terms of um, kind of burning out through putting other people's needs before your own. Uh, it can be um, an inability to protect your boundaries in terms of your own time, um, in terms of your own energy, because you're supporting the overall whole. So I think for, for many women, um, some of those aspects can be perceived as negative or can have a negative impact on on themselves yeah yeah and I think as well I want to add to that in terms of 
when um, we can become quite oversensitive. So we have emotional intelligence, but at the same time, we can be over emotional um, and become very sensitive and take everything, take things personally as well. And I think that leads to, certainly leads to overwhelm. And looking outside of ourselves for validation yeah is a big one yeah. so we we're depending on other people to approve of us and validate us which is you know that's definitely a, a shadow side so we're we're wanting we're seeking validation on a constant basis the feminine energy of that um and you can and I, i've just been watching um robbie williams on netflix it's an awesome if you like it's an awesome documentary even from a psyche point of view and it's incredible because he there's a lot of feminine energy within him in fact there's a lot of masculine energy as well but there's a lot of feminine energy where he's constantly looking outside of himself or was for validation and even though he's got he's doing said stadiums of 60 70 80 thousand people that adore him he's still looking at newspapers and what people are saying about him in the news and in the press and on media and still looking for 100% everybody to love him so mm -hmm. validation can really have such when you're not getting it can really have such an incredible heavy impact on your life mm -hmm. um hey. I, I don't want to lose those aspect around sensitivity and emotion because I think this is an area uh, that uh, kind of women can be over-characterized as is somebody who's just sensitive, somebody who's emotional, and particularly with some of those um, rational masculine energies. It, it just doesn't make sense and they're so noisy. These women, they're so noisy, they're so bossy, you can't say the wrong thing because they'll end up uh, drama, drama, drama. And we've all worked within teams where... Yeah, there are people who enjoy bringing drama or are immersed in in drama, um, and you know, actually, kind of as as women and you know, as a, a woman in her late forties, there are kind of other hormonal reasons why emotion comes through uh, for females in terms of that feminine energy. So, um, I I don't want to miss the opportunity to start to uh, help people bring back or come back from this extended emotional state you know and to, to cope with that to dial it back because we we often talk about emotions and the need to be present with your emotions that's subtly different from living through your emotions yes yeah there's less drama when we're we, we create, don't we? We can create a lot of drama around our emotions. So I think normalizing those emotions as well so that we then don't judge them, which enhances them and makes them more, you know, exaggerates them. It's okay. I, it's Again, it's that awareness, isn't it? Taking away the judgment and allowing yourself to feel something, but coming from a place of feeling more present and grounded with it rather than get carried away and allow the drama to take over. 
Mm. And being curious about emotion too. So mm. why is that emotion coming through? What am I being what am I being told? You know, what do I need to pay attention to, particularly in um transactions or convers- you know, conversations or, or meetings if you've got emotions bubbling up um they're cues that your your body your emotional state is reacting to something that's on the table so you know, be curious about what that is whether it serves you whether it's an ego response um in enjoying kind of all of the notes on the piano <laughs> <laughs> as they come through as well um but I think you know sometimes emotions can be like one of those bucking broncos <laughs> bucking broncos you said <laughs> bucking yes <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah it's, and, it's a tr- hmm. it's a trigger isn't it it's when our emotions are enhanced it's a trigger and whenever a trigger comes up it is an opportunity to to learn and grow and to see like you say to have a look and see what's going on there what and come from that place of curiosity as you said it's Mm. that's where we can use that feminine energy to then learn from it and and heal from it yeah yeah so We've already mentioned that we have a balance of energies, the masculine and the feminine. Um, How do you think uh, our listeners could bring in more masculine energies um, through their day? You know, what what tips or tricks or skills do you think uh, might help? I think one of, as we said before, one of the things is to creates we say this a lot on this show is about creating space you can't change anything when you're too busy running around rushing around you know with a very very busy head so number one is to really create space for yourself and to become aware of how you're reacting or how somebody else is reacting and and come from that place of understanding and compassion and think about how your behavior is impacting other people. And one of the things that women, that feminine energy, I should say not women, but feminine energy, we want to nurture. So tapping into that softer side of nurturing and look at the work environment as a, as a family almost that you want to nurture, but not to the point where you're, um, you know, you're, you're smothering everybody. But coming from that place of understanding and looking at it, taking sort of more of a what a, a bigger perspective or a bird's eye view of how you want that environment to be. Um, so c- compassion and understanding, communication, really, you know, effective communication is so important, and giving other people space, yeah, as well. Um, yeah, I think it's really important in that and yeah go ahead yeah I was gonna say in in terms of the nurturing aspect um you know through through coaching skills developing an approach that's quite solution focused that's looking forward that doesn't necessarily allow you you need to learn from problems in order to grow 
but I think kind of bringing people towards a solution, being curious and asking questions, you know, asking the questions that give others the space to grow is absolutely key. And and when we look at you know more um, traditional nurturing roles in in our lives that we have over uh, siblings or friends or children or parents, um, we know that sometimes we are directing and telling people uh-huh. moving them towards the, the solutions um you know and sometimes that's that's from a mentoring place and an intentional mentoring place uh, but actually that when you ask questions when you encourage uh people to, to see their gifts to come forward to apply what they do well um it can create magic um for that person for their relationship and in a workplace for the overall business mm. and and the, and of course the team yeah the creating that dynamic collaborative team where everyone works together and reducing the competition yeah. um and of course there is competition in the workplace especially if you're in you know you've got key, key KPIs to hit and you've got sales targets to hit and some com- companies have leaderboards um, you know who's the top salesperson it was very much like that in my experience and you can still have that healthy competition but not to the point where your ego is you know taking over and it's to the detriment of the team um, one thing I wanted to pull through as well from a what you can do to feel to bring your feminine energy through is to build your confidence in your abilities so that you have the you know you have the confidence to make these changes and to look at what you bring to the workplace you know what what have you brought to the table what are your accomplishments what have you achieved how do you in positively impact other people around you and how are you contributing to the workplace and celebrate, truly celebrate your achievements? Um, because the more you do that, the more confidence it will bring you and the more you feel empowered, the more you will feel that you're in a place to make some changes because if you're comfortable, confident with your abilities and your skills and your experience. Mm, definitely and you know looking at some of the ways that you can adopt or just play with the masculine energies I think creating the confidence and the strength aspects that come through so um yeah ironically things like strength training or posture work does affect how you show up physically within a room Cheryl Sandberg's uh, book around leaning in <laughs> that should also have been shoulders back shoulders out and you can see it with with um some of the kind of masculine dominant very male oriented um styles and approaches they're they're very focused on that that strength aspect and physical strength um which you can embody as a as a woman I, you know, we've talked about the wonder woman pose and how important yeah that can be um you know kind of hands on hips at times or if you're sat in a desk you know just just spread out spread out take that space 
yeah, have that visibility um, around the table. Put your ideas forward. You know, yeah, let them develop and grow in the same way a pushy parent would. Who's like, here's what I've done. This is what it looks like. This is this is the team's effort. Um, bring all those those through. Similarly, if you have the opportunity, public speaking can be a really good way to to bring through um, some of the masculine energy because it it brings power and authority and leadership and some of those aspects that um, masculine energy works with and is respected and, and known and and being able to stand up on stage it it represents a certain fearlessness and charisma that goes with uh, some of those masking energies and so maybe explore if there are opportunities for you to do that and I think you know what you're saying about posture is really key um because even though you're sitting down you can sit up you can make you know stand tall or sit tall shoulders down and back and deep breathing is another really good tool to use to help before you go into a meeting or if you're going to have a difficult conversation or you're feeling you know you want to feel more empowered and to tap into your power just some nice intentional deep breathing to slow down those adrenals and ground you and get present um so actually while you're talking about speaking uh, Cindy Ashton did an amazing talk about speaking from your power a couple of months ago. As, and then the recent episode that we did with Thea May was incredible about tapping yep. into your source and being able to communicate effectively and tapping into your personal power and, and much more than that. Um, so I yeah. recommend you listen to those. The other well, thing to I was going to sorry, say go on. before we go off the communication one, yes, sorry, yes. um, one thing you may not know uh, is that Thea actually was in the room but stood up. She stood up on the virtual stage, as it were. And the energy that you can bring to your communication, particularly when you're online, when you're stood up, is quite different. You're automatically grounding yourself, you're very often upright. You're very often, you know, feet hip widths apart when you're at a standing desk or, um, you know, in, in that situation. And and certainly when I present within a with a within a room environment, if I can, I will stand up because it brings more presence. It brings more um, posture, pose, strength, um, and you can feel that come through your body personally as well as see how others respond to it yes yeah and if you ask you know if you can't stand up you can still ensure that your feet are firm both feet are firmly planted on the ground yeah um and presence yourself to that because that is grounding which will yeah. calm you and help you feel more in the moment mm -hmm. and so and by focusing your mind also on how your posture is and how your breathing is, you're stopping your mind from racing as well. You're, you're quieting the mind and breathing. When you deep breathe intentionally through your diaphragm, 
it has a physiological effect um, on your, you're literally massaging your adrenals as you breathe. So it helps reduce the cortisol and adrenaline and actually um, creates, uh, oh my goodness me, it's gone. The hormone, the feel-good hormone, one of the feel-good hormones. Um, so it helps you really calm and feel grounded. Just a few deep breaths. Um, I think one other thing I want to mention about when you want to create if you are going into a big meeting, an important meeting, or you're on stage, or you're having a conversation, doing a presentation, whatever it may be, and you can use this in your personal life as well, is to visualize the outcome. If you know, so actually taking a few minutes before you even go in or have that conversation and sit and, and set an intention and visualize how you want that conversation or meeting or presentation to go. It's really powerful because you're setting your brain from a neuroscience point of view, you're setting your brain up for success by doing that. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Indeed. It's, it's remarkable really. And when we have this conversation, I think at times uh, we, we take different roles and bring different energies and and certainly with some of our guests you know the the notes that we play definitely reflect the guests that that we have as well um and before we leave the episode you know kind of i just want to see if there's ways that we can recap to create the safety um for people to to bring femininity, especially women, to to bring femininity, um, we've talked about the whole range of femininity, and you know the when it when it goes too far, kind of that shadow side. We've talked about the masculine side. Um, how can we create a sense that it's safe to show up as to bring those feminine energies to the workplace? I think it's focusing on the benefits of what happens when you do that. And you're coming from a place of power, not feeling the, not feeling disempowered. Mm. You, you, I think it's important that it's not focusing on you and how it's going to make you feel because it is uncomfortable when you do something new. It's focusing on how you're going to impact others. And it's not through telling, it's through being. So by you just being that person and start to change your behavior, other people's behavior will start to change too. And, and talk, have, you know, talk about it, talk about that you, you know, especially as a leader, that you want to create a different environment, that you want to have a positive impact on every person that's working with you, within your team, you know, within the people that you work with, with your peers, with your colleagues, communicate, open it up. And to have the courage to do that is to, to really focus on the benefits 
and how it's going to impact the workplace. And and I don't know, maybe get HR involved. I don't know whether that, you know what I mean, if that's, or speak to somebody that's in another leadership role. So collaborate with other people in the business that you, that have a similar mindset to you. Yeah. So that you're not doing it by yourself. And and certainly that aspect of it's not it's not really about you. No. <laughs> it's like, that affects so many aspects of your life, but more more so than you realise. And mm. and when you can get out of your head, when you can get out of your ego and realise that yeah, you know, the the workplace deserves that balance of femininity and masculinity in order to thrive, in order to have value and keep growing over many years um and so it's it's not it's not you so who are you to stop that from happening and by giving that energy out from yourself you create that ripple effect that comes back that gives you that sense of safety that you can bring femininity to the workplace it's um maybe the courage to do that the conviction to do that Mm. and the commitment in terms of look at what your why is why would you want to do that I think really focusing on why you want to do what you want and making your why and way more important than your own little fears Mm. and self-talk make that much more important and and come from your place of of compassion and and love for you know if you're coming from that place of compassion and love you're focusing more on your contribution yeah well and from a personal perspective you know those those aspects trigger protection um and protection that you offer to the people that you work with and as a as a leader um i'd always brought a very strong ethical and values-based approach to my work that did not mean that it was a I was a pushover and it did not mean I shied away from difficult decisions because sometimes the protective aspects are around constructive feedback they're encouraging people to grow so I, I love people enough to want them to be their full self I want to protect an organization to protect as many people as possible rather than have individual favorites it's about the benefit of the whole so those protective aspects um can come through as a really um accentuated version of nurturing nurturing Mm. protection and it gives you it gives you the sense that you you can be hard if you need to be also but you can be assertive yes yes assertive not aggressive yeah yeah yes yeah well I hope that that's uh well I've really enjoyed the conversation and I know you have Claire yeah well I do so much work around encouraging women um in particular to step forward as leaders and to embrace them their full selves whether that be learning skills um on either side of femininity in terms of curiosity and empathy and 
and collaboration, as well as some of those uh, more masculine skills that, so that you can have that gender flexibility. You can draw on both um, to, to suit the environment and to suit the needs of the task and to suit your own needs as well. Um, so it's it's something I it's something I love talking about regularly when I'm not talking about AI. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it certainly creates a more fulfilling, rewarding um, environment to work in, uh, a happier environment to work in. Well, and and also creates an environment that is kinder to the rest of the world as well that kind of embodies community um that embodies ethics and longevity um and in particular around technology where you know frankly we need more women leaders Mm -hmm. that that sense of balance uh particularly when you're creating tools that shape the face of the planet or even the, the shape of the universe in the future um, we do need that balance. Yeah, and I think it really does bring in sustainable success because a company is in business to make money, to be successful. Yep. And this isn't this isn't fluff. It's powerful um, ways of doing things, of doing things differently to really create that sustainable success with happy, fulfilled employees that are productive and effective. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes so i hope that we've really inspired you to to look at the way you're doing things within the workplace or and also this is stuff you can take home as well and and start to to be different or start to lead the way through your own actions and behaviors yeah and now that we've given you permission go back and listen to some of the other episodes this month to to pick up some of those other practical tools um yeah, whether that be picking up on your intuition whether that be connecting and recharging your source energy um as jen had mentioned earlier in the month or channeling your inner athena um yeah you you can do this and the world needs you to do it yes 100 percent. so if you've enjoyed our episode please like subscribe and share it's we really want to make a difference and an impact in the world and how, especially with, you know, with women to help you as we all rise together and make these shifts and changes. So any, you know, we appreciate any feedback um, and comments that you have. And uh, till next time, we'll see you then. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. And if you've enjoyed it, please click on that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up and feel free to share. Join us for our next episode of the Exponential Potential podcast. Ignite your potential and thrive in times of great change.